views stated by the hosts of this podcast are opinion only and should not take the place of a qualified healthcare professional or mental health specialist. This podcast is for education and recreation. Welcome to Ask a Hag. Uh, here we are again. Uh, we are, I believe, this is our fourth episode. It sure this is. is. Very, very yes. exciting. Um, this is a podcast about self-care and witchcraft in the modern world. Um, I'm Leslie. And I'm Allison. Hi. Hello. Isn't this fun? It is. It um, is. You know, we're. This has been great, and we we've officially like launched, and we we've did. been hearing a, a back from a lot of people, and it's so exciting yeah. and so wonderful. Um, the feedback and the enthusiasm has been absolutely yeah. like overwhelmingly incredible. Yeah. So thanks everybody thanks. who's yeah. been listening, and welcome to new listeners yeah. as well. And for those that are new, let us introduce ourselves. We are asked questions every day in the work that we do in the in within our community, and this podcast is a space for us where we can share our knowledge and experiences, witches and healers. It is a place where you, dear listener, can find inspiration and also feel empowered wherever you are on your journey. And so the way this works is you ask us questions and we answer them. That's right. And there's lots of ways to do that, right? There's lots of ways, which we will discuss. Well, um, something really exciting Please, is happening, Allison. right? So yeah, a, um, new, a new development. A new development. This just in. Hello. Hello. Yeah. So um, we now have the ability to um, receive voicemail messages through the anchor FM app. Um, anchor FM is our podcast hosting, um, app that we use and they offer, um, a voicemail aspect. So you dear listener can call in and leave a voicemail message for us. And then you could be, um, heard on air as well. I think this is so cool. I think it's fucking fantastic. Thank you, Donna, for getting all of this together. So um, you need to download the free Anchor FM app, uh, sign in, you know, just like you do with every damn thing these days. And then um, subscribe to us, ask a hag, and then there will be a function on there that says uh, leave a voicemail. And then that's it. That's so easy. Yeah. Very cool. It's super amazing. And then we'll... um, be able to uh, feature you on upcoming episodes. I think that's really brilliant. Yeah, I think that's great. Fun. And it just creates more of a way that we can connect with everybody. And that's the whole point. Even better. It is even better. And yeah. the whole point of this podcast is to connect with each other yeah. and share and yeah. learn. Um, and then the other ways to contact us, of course, are our Instagram yeah. and then our website. Yeah. Before we get into it, how are you? I'm doing okay. Yeah. I've got a full moon hangover. Yeah, yeah. What's that mean? Uh, well, the full moon w- happened two days ago. Yeah. I believe today is June 19th. Sag. We're all yeah in Sagittarius. Mm-hmm. Um, it and we're really close to summer solstice here in the northern hemisphere in Pennsylvania. Can I interject, please? So Always. That full moon energy can last five days. So yeah. we're still kind of in a full moon. Yeah. Thing current oh, right it, yeah it was hardcore for me was it yeah lots of um uh, so our last episode really featured shadow work mm-hmm. and like what that looks like and this was intense shadow work time for me i was really challenged in lots of different ways 
You were saying you were tested a little bit. Oh, yeah. Some old patterns. Big time. Uh Big time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And um, so now I'm kind of in in the rebuilding phase. You know, you got this. What does that feel like for you? For somebody that's like, oh, my God, wait, actually, I'm feeling the same way. Can you describe it a little bit? Yeah, I would love to. Um, I feel raw. I feel tender. I feel unsure um, as far as where I am. And like all the things that I've been tested around all have to do with my own habitual patterns and reactions Mm -hmm. to my environment. So, um, so it's, it's kind of like, okay, I make a resolution to change these certain things, not to get into the personal stuff, but you know, making a resolution to change certain things. And then the the universe keeps sending you things to reinforce your new behavior right right your new yeah, goals of course. yeah and and that's what's fantastic when you are working in tandem with life instead of fighting against it right, right. so um so yeah so it's i kind of feel like you know, You've seen those videos of newborn foals mm-hmm. or deer or whatever, yeah. right? And they're just kind of like, uh, you know, they're they're unsure of, of their footing and they're, you know, they're a little bit unsteady. That's how I'm feeling yeah. right now. I feel mm-hmm. a lot better than I did two days ago. Do you know, for me, but, I was feeling yeah. that before the full moon. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Huh. I, yeah. And I mm. didn't, I, so I feel like I think, and I think it's different for everybody and that's why it's important to talk about it. I agree. Yeah. And you, you absolutely will feel the effects of the full moon. I, I do believe some people might say three days, but I say like you can, you can be in a full moon funk for 10 days, mm-hmm. 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 five days before five days after. Mm-hmm. So you can, I mean, I guess to like put an average on it, it would be like seven days. So like a week. Why do you think that happens? Well, because we're so connected to the moon. Well, yeah. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> no, you're right. No. What I what I meant by that is like, you know, there are some moons okay. that affect me more than others. And there are some moons that affect me longer than others. So why, why do you think that happens? You well, think? you know, I would think like, so for me, Sagittarius is a direct opposite on the Zodiac chart for me. Uh-huh. Gemini. So, yeah. yeah. Gemini, Sagittarius. And so in some ways, and I am BS, not well-schooled in the Zodiac or astrology or anything like mm-hmm. that, but I have common like understanding of it. Dabbled. Yeah. I've dabbled. And so I do understand that, like, for example, my partner is a Sagittarius. And so I know that we generally, um, um like... I'll tell you one thing about the full moon. I have not been able to find my words. I'm like, I'm going to go put this candle up in the fridge. And Jim's like, you mean the bathroom upstairs? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I have been fucking up my words. That's okay. This is a podcast. And right. It's fine. Okay. So no what I wanted to say was compatibility. Yeah. Yeah. Compact disc. Yes. Compatibility. I'm having yep. a hard time with the C words. <laughs> Anywho, so being like, that's like that compatibility is like being opposite. That's where you find like your opposition. And so, so therefore I feel like it hit me hard because I'm so opposite Sagittarius that it like slowed me down. Yeah. That's fire. I'm air. Sometimes you can fan the flames. Sometimes, you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. I'm thinking also. What do you think? Yeah. I, I think that's a really good point. I also think that maybe it has to do with all as well. 
where Sagittarius is in a person's birth chart. For sure. As you know. Indeed. And then. I have. Yeah. And I don't know my birth chart enough to be able to rattle off like where things are aside from my rising. You've got co-star. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So um, that's funny that you said that because I wanted to I wanted to also tell you this is a little bit different, but co-star is um, an astrology app that I have on my phone and it sends you you know like um Update notifications or, yeah. every day as far as like what's going on with your with your stuff yeah and today's for me was something along the lines of um ask people how they don't feel so dead inside <laughs> Isn't that did great? you want to ask me how i don't feel so dead how inside? Do you, yes leslie <laughs> how do you not feel so dead inside i I just, I, I just exist in joy. Uh huh. I really do. I think that's beautiful. <laughs> that's so good. I do. I wake up joyful every day. But he will tell you, yeah, like not to like. We're really getting into this, but it's all good. So similarly to you, yeah, I definitely was going through a period before this full moon where I was like, oh my god, like, am I okay? Is yeah. everything? That's where I was at. You know, like yeah, self confidence. Yeah, like, like what am I doing? Is what with I'm my doing life? all right? Yeah, yep. So it can come up in the so like for me, it was more in the area of like what I'm doing career wise. Yeah, same. You know, exactly like exactly how the same. am I showing up there? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and so then you felt that too, but you felt it just. Just, just on delayed, or after yeah delayed a little bit interesting yeah for those of us uh listening at home if you hear a little bit of a <gasps> tippy tap that's our l- sweet little dog string bean kind of string bean kind of getting up and moving around so oh she's such a good girl she is she's great yeah, yeah so um yeah so full moon yeah full, full moon, moon hangover is real folks yeah it's real. yeah mm-hmm. um that kind of takes us into as allison calls it astrofuckery. oh yeah that's not my term, but oh, yeah. Oh, it's not your term? No. <clears throat> I like not. that term. Um, and so we were going to talk a little bit about that today. We are also going to talk about the summer solstice. Oh, the wheel of the year. The wheel of the year. Mm-hmm. We're going to discuss um, kind of what all of that entails. Um, but to talk about this the astrofuckery, what's currently going on right now is that Mercury and Mars are coming up against Pluto and... What's that mean? That is deep shadow work, mm-hmm. my friends, because mm-hmm. that is what Pluto is all about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like not only do we have this full moon, but it's also bringing up like what is deep down within us. Right. What are our subconscious, subconscious fears? Yeah. Maybe even fears that we're not, you know, you know, consciously aware of. Right. So they're subconscious. But then <laughs> yes. also like, you know, like what, what is existing beneath the depths of our waters? Everything's kind of coming up to the surface right now mm-hmm. it's for that major ultimate last push release. And we were talking about it before the show. I'm like, this is like the deep clean moment where you're like, yeah. Like, what did I say? I'm like, we got to move the couch and yeah. get the dust bunnies under the couch Rearrange of our psyche everything. and soul. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Really doing the work. That's what, I mean, the solstice, winter solstice for those in the Southern hemisphere, summer solstice for us up here in the North, to me, this time of year is all about those sorts of things. Like a lot of people would think, oh, it's summertime, it's sunny out, like it's lots of blooming, you know, plants and things like that. But 
I think that right now, um, what we're being called to do is to really dig deep and release as much as we possibly can that no longer serves us. And I think it's really fucking awesome and brilliant that the planets and the stars are right in line to help us along with that kind of work. And it's right in line with <clears throat> the winter solstice too, because you're going deeper into the darkness, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you, I know I talked about this last time, but it's like, you don't want to be a hoarder house inside of yourself. You I know? love that term. Actually. I think that's really brilliant. You put. can't, you mm-hmm. can't do that and expect yourself to have the best life. You know, you can't have all of that baggage and these stacks of yellowing newspapers and all kinds of like shit inside of yourself and then have joy every day. It reminds me of this line in a movie called Wanderlust that I absolutely love so much. And she's like, I smile all the time because I think it'll trick my mind to think that I'm really happy. She's People not dealing with any really of her issues. You know, no. she ultimately does like towards the end of oh, that. That's good. Like, but, um, yeah, yeah, but no. people do that you all the time. Clean that shit up, absolutely. And like, you know, when <clears throat> someone asks about, you know, what witchcraft really is, I, I mean, I, I immediately go right to the jugular. You know, it's not about, you know, um, stardust and fairies. I mean, it is, but it's also most importantly like a way to make you the best human that you can be and it's hard it is really hard these past couple of days have been really hard for me you know sorry friend and that's okay I mean I'm grateful for it I mean it's it's really important to you know look it right in the face and be like no more of this Mm -hmm. no more you know um I think of Dirty Dancing oh as another movie reference um where please what um, like what what makes you think of dirty dancing for this work that you're doing? I'm dying to know. Nobody puts baby in a corner. Okay. Nobody puts baby in a quarter. Even if she just carried a watermelon. Wait a minute. What? <laughs> so at the, in the end of dirty dancing, um, I mean, I know it's been a while. What's this his face? One of my what the hell is his name? Not John Travolta. You know who Patrick I'm talking about. Swayze. Patrick Swayze. Thank Shame you. On you. Dance pants. Patrick Swayze says, to baby's daddy yeah right Uh he says nobody puts baby in a corner and then he confidently takes her Mm -hmm. up onto the dance floor like up onto the cue the music yeah exactly and so like so many of us walk through this life constantly putting ourselves in the corner myself included yeah and that dampens our power dampens our sovereignty dampens and squashes completely our ability to live our purpose our divine path you know and so that's what this this full moon for me was all about and that's what this uh mercury mars coming together with pluto is really about for me too and i have a lot of pluto in my chart girl a lot of it do you oh and not big time the disney pluto no although he's really sweet (laughs) but then also useless two two other things too like moving into cancer season yes which is your moon that's my rising sign i'm sorry that's your rising that's okay you don't need libra to moon libra <laughs> moon libra moon yeah um yeah. but we are also going into some mercury retrograde and eclipse season we so are. we've got 
We are. Tighten your belts, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be a bumpy ride. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I've turned the seatbelt sign on. Uh, <laughs> like you never made <laughs> seated at this. Ding, st- ding. <laughs> it's going to get shitty. Uh-huh. It's real. <laughs> so that means, you know, for us uh, sensitive folk out there, yeah. which a lot of people are, when you start actively engaging with your shadow side, these kinds of cycles, the eclipse season, and what we're talking about is solar and lunar eclipses that can really shift um, big, deep patterns in our behavioral lives. Um, and, you know, any kind of uh, watery sign, cancer season work, if we, if we start engaging with shadow work early, then these kinds of huge um, astrological aspects aren't as hard. And for me, yeah, yeah, not to brag, Mercury retrogrades are fucking fantastic for me. Oh, I love them. And oh. I'm, well, we're you're ruled by Mercury. I am. See, and so are you. Which is why we also record on Wednesdays. It's true. Oh, we do. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. This is our chatty day. It is our chatty day. Um, I just, <laughs> yeah, I wanted to take a quick look because we've got, so we've got the Mercury, we've got the eclipse season coming up and, 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 but that also kind of goes in with, um, summer solstice, the big release, right? That's right. The big release. Yeah. And the other thing I was thinking about, Leslie, and I just popped. July 7th, Mercury retrograde. Excellent. Yeah. We'll mark your calendars, quick, folks. Yep. yep. Um, the other thing I was thinking about was, okay, so when we look at the wheel of the year, which again, here in the north, we're moving into summer solstice and then through to harvest time, right? So big growth period and then harvest. It's super fucking hard to really appreciate everything that you're harvesting if you still have all that shit in your house. Absolutely. You know, and how in the world Where are you going to put gonna... all that harvest? Exactly. You're reading my mind, girl. Well, you know. Mm-hmm. Where are you going to put all your harvest yeah. if you don't have room for it? Yeah. Right. So once again, you know, the way this beautiful life works is it's at ooh, it's ebb and flow. I did it again. So I'm so sorry to my producer, Donna. We keep hitting this stupid cable, everybody. I apologize. Um, yeah. I'm using hand gestures. Anyway. Um, so, you know, the the world really gives us this beautiful graceful dance of the ebb and flow and as long as we are a aware of it and b mindful of how we are dancing with it things are so much easier mm-hmm. and i'm not saying i don't have problems but you know if we're going with the flow man <laughs> you're just, things are yeah, better you're sweeping things under the rug yeah right yeah, go with the flow. Go on with the flow. I mean, don't sweep it under the rug. Don't but. yeah, don't sweep it under the rug. Beat that rug outside. Get all those dust bunnies off of them. Yeah. Dust bunnies. And dog hair. <laughs> or cat hair or cat whatever. Hair. Lots yeah. of cat hair in my, in my house. Yeah. Yeah. So Yeah. So Leslie So Wheel of the Year. So yeah, solstice. The Wheel of the Year. What do you what do you think about when um summer solstice comes around? Like how are you feeling? What do you like to do? Um I love being outside. Oh yeah, yeah. Because it's the it's the also the longest day. That's right. It is the longest right? day yep. of the year. Mm-hmm. So a solstice, as I understand it, right? So like our winter, our our northern hemisphere winter solstice would be the longest night of the year. Right. Our northern hemisphere 
summer solstice the longest day of the year that's right that's right so i like to give personally i like to praise the sun yes girl love to yep. praise that sun and and thank it for all of its optimism and joy and warmth and growth and um but also it is a great time to continually release i mean that's really what this game is all about yeah. you know this game this thing this thing that we do is that we're like you said? I mean, we're just constant releasing. Yeah, constant releasing, mm-hmm. constant elevation to higher self, and so summer solstice is really that opportunity to do that. But there's a lot of fires that are happening, bonfires, and then there's a lot of really wonderful opportunities to write things down and burn them. Mm, That's what yeah. I like to do. Yeah, same. Like, same. I don't need this anymore. I, That's you know. right. That's so right. I think like fire, and I think like working with the fire element is a really great way to honor the summer solstice. Mm-hmm. You know. And fire is transformative, mm-hmm. right? Purifying. Purifying. Mm-hmm. It's allows us to rise up from the flames like a phoenix. Donna, an- is that what you're indicating? <laughs> Our producer is uh, waving her arms and looking like a phoenix rising from the ash. Um, yeah. And it's empowering. Yeah. Right? yeah. It's like that creative so spark of life. too, right? Yeah, solar the solar plexus. plexus. Right. Yep. So yep. where where are... Con- so yep. it's no wonder to me that you're like having... You know, both of us are having like, oh my God, who, who the fuck am I? And what the fuck right. am I doing? And right. Because it's like challenging our confidence. Yeah. For saying like, hey, no, wait a minute. I'm yeah. supposed to, there's enough for everybody. Absolutely. There's enough for everybody. Right? So like yeah. sparking that confidence and mm-hmm. also that creative. Yeah. What, what more we're, we're kind of birthing out of that, that place or, mm-hmm. you know, kind of to that. I always feel like it sparks that, like you said, sparks that creative self. Mm-hmm. It's gorgeous. What do you like to do? Same. All the same, oh, all yeah. the same things uh-huh. in that order. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, I will also probably be drinking uh, a libation of sorts. Oh, me too. Me too. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, yeah, it's definitely a time to celebrate. I think of this time of year as the four of wands yes. in tarot. I love that very much. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, you know, there's a big party tent. Yep. And everybody's coming out in their fancy pants mm-hmm. and they're all dancing with flower crowns on their heads mm-hmm. and having a nice time and enjoying the weather. So, <clears throat> you know, this time of year for, for us here in the north is very much outside time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And our ancestors spent a whole lot more time outdoors than we do. They so. sure did. This sure is did. when they were really enjoying that out there. Mm-hmm. Well, and there's a lot of work to do. And the, too. With, like with the four of wands, right? Like take this time and really appreciate it. Cause once the harvest comes, it's going to be a lot of work to do. That's right. That's and that's right. what the four of wands can often indicate that. Yeah. Pause. You've come a long way, but there's a lot more work to do too. Mm-hmm. But there's joyful. It's joyful work. There's yeah. joy in doing that work. Hmm. That's really cool that what are you gonna burn yo bra <laughs> the names of my enemies no um let's well actually um yeah i would say yes yeah, some protection work good i think would be a good thing mm-hmm. um a good a good thing to do um also giving back some plant material that i'm i'm no longer using how do you do that um just sprinkling it on the on the fire. That's oh. pretty much it. And oh, saying thank rats. you for your for, life. Yeah, I forgot yeah. to bring my rats. Yeah, we're gonna that. have a bonfire after this. Hopefully, after um, after our recording. Yeah, yeah, and this that's yeah. I like to any sort of nubs from yeah. any bundles that yep. I haven't been able to use. Same. I like to fully burn them at this time. Yes, or any time I have a fire, really. Yes. Yeah, I um, do. Th- I do the same thing. Uh, I'll sacrifice a pair of shoes to the bonfire. Ooh. Yeah, I've done that. Really? 
Yeah, like if I love something really a lot and I don't feel like I've loved it so much that I feel like donating it and like, actually, let's just put it very bluntly. Like my shoes just, I mean, I took them to the cobbler. I don't know how many times and last time he was like, no more. Last time. And I was like, well, then they're going to get burned. No one else will have them. Nobody else is allowed to have my clog boots. That makes sense, though. So something of like love that's completely like your whoopee. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're done with that whoopee, something, a teddy bear that maybe it's time to move on from. I have a really tattered kimono that I'm about ready to offer up to the gods. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. I've never (laughs) considered that. That's so interesting. you have it. Yeah. Fascinating. A pyre, a funeral pyre. Yeah. Indeed. I have a broom that's going to go tonight, too. See? Yeah. There you have it. Yep. And oh, a walking that stick. That one over there? That one over there. Oh, my God. Last couple of times, Donna was like, I don't know what to do with that thing. Yeah, it's it's going to burn. It's, it was tonight's a gift. Tonight. It's, I'm tonight's, grateful for it. There you go. Tonight, tonight, yeah. tonight. Yep. But see, that's like, yeah, releasing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and to be to be clear, you don't have to have a giant bonfire to release this kind of stuff. No. You can also take a bunch of things to Goodwill or, yes. you know, um, we had a big like recycling, like um, recycling day here in our neighborhood where we could take like old antifreeze and tires and stuff. Like that's another way to release, you know, and then light a candle when you're done. Oh, that's nice. You know? Yeah. And then yeah. furthermore too, you don't need a, uh, you can, um, Find a fire safe bowl mm-hmm. and yep, that's right. you can, and if you want to, yeah, I mean, you can find an old cauldron that you would want to even burn some things in, uh, write some things down, set them on fire, drop them in the cauldron. Yeah. You can do that. That's right. Burning yeah, not bay can, leaves. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love right? to do that. Yeah. It's one of my favorites too. So getting a Sharpie marker, yeah. writing down your intentions, oh. burning them on uh, bay leaves. <laughs> we keep hitting these mics, folks. Sorry about I that. Got fancy feet right now. It's also fancy. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So Burn that's, those babies. you know, bay brings luck. I love bay leaves. And yeah. joy mm-hmm. and um, also protection. And prosperity. And prosperity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a nice... Um, practical magic kitchen witchery yeah. kind of uh, kind of thing to do, and you yeah. can get bay whole bay leaves anywhere really grocery store, and at Juju, which is uh, Leslie's <laughs> wonderful and amazing shop here in Pittsburgh. Yeah, um, yeah. So summer solstice is beautiful, and you know, even if you don't celebrate on the day, the energy of summer solstice is you know, five days before, five days after. So it's really just about kicking back and relaxing and saying thanks, you know, for all of, all of your hard work up until this point. And I think it's a great way, again, to like further honor your prosperity. That's right. That's right. Because uh, giving offerings for your abundance and how hard you've mm-hmm. worked this year and, and honoring, you know, your guides and, and your ancestors and those that have helped right. you along the way. That's right. Amen. You know? Yep. Give them, a, give them a little champagne back to the earth. Ooh, that's what we're going to do. Yes, we are. Um, yeah. Pour one out for your homies. Yeah. Pour one out for my homies. That's yeah, right. Wait, what was that from? Is that a movie? God, so many movie references today already. That's fine. Before we recorded, there was a Mrs. Doubtfire reference and also a Home Alone reference. What was the Mrs. Doubtfire reference? It was... Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm laughing already about it. I love that movie 
so I love that much. movie so much. Oh my gosh. It's it's like a comfort movie that we put on. Yeah. Um, so it's at the very end when Robin Williams finally gets his TV show and oh. um he has one of the old um TV station characters on and the dude um it plays a male carrier, right? And he like knocks on the door and then he's like, hello, Mrs. Doubtflyer. Here is your mail today. But I don't remember why it came up earlier. We were going to have a pizza delivered in the oh. podcast. Oh, that's, oh right. that's right. We got a pizza before we this. We interview the pizza. <laughs> that's Another right. Another that, time. Oh, that's a good idea. We should. We should. Oh. oh. Yeah. So oh. our fantasy was to have a pizza delivered. And then it was entails. a knock, knock, knock. And then we would open the door and be like, hello, Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> Here is our pizza. That's my pizza delivery <laughs> fantasy. Extra anchovies. That's another movie. Lover Boy oh, with Patrick Dempsey. Give me more 1980s. <laughs> Patrick Dempsey. That was a good movie. Yeah, he like started this whole like pizza delivery like to all the the house ladies and um the the cue was to order extra anchovies. Oh. And then he would know what that meant. Oh, interesting. That's- <laughs> Break it down, Donna. Donna's playing air drums. It's fantastic. All right, let's pull it back in. Here all right, reeling it back on. in. Okay. So um, to wind this up, summer uh, solstice joy. is joyful. so joyful and uh, lots of gathering. So we didn't really talk so much about the Wheel of the Year a little bit. Do you want to go into that a little? Yes. Or no? We've got... Do you want to um, keep talking about movies? <laughs> we can do it. Did you watch N- Nanny McPhee? No. Oh, not yet. On, I've been Allison. busy. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, we'll put that on at night when you're putting your feet up. I, get, I guarantee that's going to be your new comfort, comfort movie. I am sure of it. I'm sure of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the wheel of it. Oh yeah. The wheel of the year. Right. Um, there's eight mm-hmm. holidays, mm-hmm. right? So it's almost like cross cross quartered. I think you, you've mentioned yeah. it as. Mm-hmm. And so you've got two solstices, yeah, winter and summer, mm-hmm. two equinoxes, yes. spring and autumn mm-hmm. or fall. Yep. And then we've got four more cross holidays, right? You've got your cross holidays. Yep. Um, you've got, um, well, let's see. So if we start with winter solstice, then it goes to Imbolc. Mm-hmm. Imbolc is, is in February. Right? And that's all about bringing light yes. in, right? Because yeah. it's kind of a, you know, it's kind of a, um, a dark time when we're mm-hmm. in the winter solstice. Some would say that, um, well, I should say in, in the kind of herbalism that I practice, Imbolc is the first of spring. Because that's when the earth is starting to stir mm-hmm. and wake up yeah and and so are the plants okay they're starting yeah. to you everybody's know, to, emerging yes exactly mm. yeah yeah <laughs> all sleepy well, everybody's waking up yeah. uh-huh yeah okay so that and then we have uh ostara that's right yes the spring, the spring equinox mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep and then uh, we go into beltane, beltane which is one of my favorites is it and that's oh. may, fir- may 1st that's and that's beautiful. another fire festival yeah yeah, second. I mean, they're all really fire festivals, are. though, aren't they? It's they're really all true. about like light and yeah. And then yeah, and then we have our um, 
how do you say it? Letha? Litha? 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 I say Litha. Litha, which yeah. is summer solstice. That's summer solstice, yeah. And, and all, a lot of these terms are, are Gaelic, right? They're Celtic in origin. Um, well, I believe so. Well, then there's that, I don't know if I'm saying this one right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I looked up the pronunciation because mm-hmm. the phonetic pronunciation. Mm-hmm. Um, Lunasa. Excellent. Lunasa. Right. Yes. And that's Gaelic. August 1st. That's August 1st. Yeah. I tell you That's what. harvest. Yeah. First harvest. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we go, I say Mabin, you say. Maybon. <laughs> I see. I see. Waning, you say. Waning. <laughs> So yeah, and then that's that's uh, autumnal equinox. Yeah, Maybon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all gay. I mean, it's pagan. Yeah, they're all Gaelic. Yeah, Celtic. Yeah, Celtic, Celtic in origin. Yeah. yeah, beautiful. Yes. And then uh, Samhain. Oh, Everybody's my favorite. Favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then of course our winter solstice. I don't. I don't know. Uh, any witch who doesn't love Samhain. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just... Well, you know what I got to say? Hmm. May I say something? Uh, of course. Can I say something? Please. I would fucking love it <laughs> if you said something. I think that's where it all starts. We've had a lot of questions from folks. Where do I begin? How do I know? That's true. All that. And I think it stems from like... I don't, at least it like really stemmed from me as a witch... Like being dressing up like a witch for Halloween, yeah. like being in that like scary Halloween time. Like I remember putting up like the witch. Like I was always like, "Mom, mom, it's o- October 1st. Can I start putting up the ornament or the decorations on the window? Did you put yeah. the decorations on the windows? No, we didn't do that. Oh, I could, I got to crap up the house. I really That's did. Good. I junked the place That's up so with so many witches on the windows. Oh. And then we would do my, we would do a big Halloween window. We had this big bay window in our kitchen. And we would do a Halloween window and we'd do a Christmas window. Aww. And there was always cobwebs and spiders and black cats and witches and bats. That's beautiful. Oh, I love it. I can see it. Can you see it? I can. It's gorgeous. Candy corn, ghosts. Oh, hell yeah. But I think that's like where it wakes within a lot of us. Yeah. Because we're like, this time means something more to me. Well, maybe when you're seven, it really is just about the candy. But then there's also that element of something stirring within you that's yeah. like, I can't wait to like fully be that witch. Like I, I think there was a period of time where my mom's like, okay, it's been seven years in a row that you're a witch. Let's do something else. How about Pippi Longstockings? And you're like, no. It's like Pippi Longstockings. What? No way. Yeah, but I, I think did you're ghost right. Pippi Longstockings one year. I think I think you're oh so sweet. Yeah. Um. No, I, I think you're right about that because that's really where we get to to feel um our witchy selves. And then also, you know, the veil between the two worlds is really thin. And mm-hmm. for those of us that are um, empathetic empaths or yeah. sensitive, you know, things start to talk to us more, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that's really interesting. I don't, I, we may have like kind of touched on this a little bit, but I'm just going to ask again, when did you know that you were a witch? Was it like a dream you had? Did you just always know? I just always knew. It was yeah. never something that I was like. This is what I am. Mm-hmm. You know, it was not a conscious choice. It was just, um, it was just a part of me. But then I had, I got that book when I was 14 mm-hmm. and then I had like words for it. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. I had a dream when I was five years old. Did I ever tell you this? Mm -mm. That um, a witch chased me and my cat Peppy around the house. And I remember hiding behind the couch in the living room. And then I remember trying to, she came around, she found me and I beat her and I was, I didn't beat her, but I like beat around her really quickly, got away from her, I suppose, and found myself in the basement and she came up and she took a kidney bean and she shoved it in the side of my nose, like where (laughs) people would typically get like a nose piercing. Uh And she goes, now you're one of us. You've always been one of us. Oh my gosh. She was a hag. She had a word on her nose. She had that hook nose hanging uh-huh. down. And <laughs> a kidney what? bean in your nose? She inoculated she it, you. She put it right along the side there. And I have to just say that it's interesting. So she initiated me when I was yeah, like five years did. old. Now, I also have to say something else. She looked like this kitchen witch, which is, a, I think, I believe it's a Swedish thing. Yeah. But my mom had one in the kitchen a lot. So much so that it took me a, many a year. Zuh. To find another one, I now have one in my kitchen I as well. I saw it. Yeah, last time we were That's over. the one that put the bean in my nose. No shit. She did it. <gasps> wow. Now I also have to say something else. Please. Last week, uh-huh. I dreamt that I was in a goddess circle. Oh. And they made me pour tea into my vagina. And I had to suck it up into my body. And then they said to me, you now are one of us. So I had another initiation. Holy shit. Donna, is this funny to you? Holy shit. <laughs> But it's so what weird. Tea was it? I don't remember, but was I could it? remember the suction feeling of it going. Yeah, you know, like really like going into my body. Wow, that's powerful. some kind of an herbal infusion, Allison. I don't know what it was. So interesting. Is Our producer is this, this good, is Donna? Are you liking this? It's good times. <laughs> um, yeah, but I can just remember being like, I woke up and I was like. Well, something went down last night. Yeah, like, totally, I don't, I don't know. Like, stop, stop, Absolutely. You know. you know, I think I'm so fascinated <laughs> by this, Leslie, because you experience the spirit world so differently than I do. Like, do you, absolutely. Don't I don't have dreams like this what? at all. It is all recycling. Like, for, for me, my dream world is all recycling experiences and, and just, like, working my emotions out, you know? And then I have vacation dreams with my wife. And that's basically it. You know, we're like Are you serious? going to the beach. Absolutely. I, I don't, my dreaming world is, it's so interesting thick and so fascinating, and deep and prophetic. Do you do like, um, journaling and stuff or is it just like you I wake have, up and you remember? I have, I, 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 yeah. I mean, I remember a dream when I was five years old. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I can, rem- and I'll also dream like I'll be like, Oh yeah, I remember this place. Oh, I'm going to yeah. walk down here. I'm going to go into this house and I'm going to go yeah. into the fridge and there's going to be iced tea in there and I'll have myself a nice cool glass of tea. Interesting. Really interesting. Yeah. yeah. I don't experience this at all. It's very interesting mm-hmm. for me too. Yeah. That's I cool. actually enjoy dreaming quite a bit. Um, I but do it's too. been a while since I've had an initiation dream. I would say for somebody that's maybe not great at keeping in mind their dreams and um, we've taught some of these classes with a dear friend of yeah. ours, Laura, mm-hmm. at Juju, um, keeping a dream journal and do keep it by your bed. And it has to be the very first thing you 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 journal in the morning. You can't look at your phone, can't get up and pee because you'll miss details. That's right. So you just wake up. It, it can be bullet points. It does not have to be deep, deep, deep. Right. It can just be like circle of women, yeah. tea. I took it in my vagina and now I'm a goddess. Yeah. I don't know. There That's it is. what happened. Boom, done. 
And and it was a couple days before the full moon. So, you know, actually it might have been, anyway, it doesn't matter. Last week sometime. Hmm. Cool. Or, you know, there was a bee and a garden and a bunny rabbit. And then a red thread. Yeah. 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 And then you can kind of go back and see how those patterns come out. And But it, yeah, you're the only one reading it. You're the only one that needs to remember it. That's right. It can be as intimate and personal as it needs to be for you. Mm-hmm. But a great way to connect, especially with your power. I thought that everybody, I mean, I knew that everybody didn't, but I thought you did. What? Have like really intense dreams. Well, not in that, and not in the same way that you do. I, I experienced the spirit world in an auditory sense and then also in um a not in like a sense sensual way so not like sensual way but like right. you know i i feel senses. yeah and in, in my senses exactly yeah and in my waking so clear audience yeah. which is hearing yes and then audience. claire yep. there's claire sentience and claire Sense, sentience is feeling it in your body. Yes. And claircognizance is just all knowing. Like I know this to be true. Yes. And then clairvoyance is visions. Right. Yeah. So I think there might even be more, but I think you're right. Yeah. So I don't, yeah, it's interesting how we, we experience the spirit world in different ways. All of us do, yeah. you know? Um, but yeah, it's, it's always dur- during my like waking life. I have experiences and I have very, like, I mean, I have the, I have, I have, yeah, a little bit, but my dream world's crazy. Yeah, and that's beautiful. I mean, what an amazing way for spirit to talk to you, you know? Because like, or maybe I just did way too much LSD. Well, <laughs> it's just like breaking down in my head. I don't know about that. <laughs> when it's I was a just, teenager, it's just of course. Opened, yeah, many years ago. Uh, <laughs> it's just opened a lot of pathways, you know. But like, what I, where I was going with that was, um, you know, for me. I experience the spirit world in this physical way, right? But you get to receive it in in so many different ways that the dream world can give to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and that can like be like really overwhelming, there. right? Yeah. Like I feel, I feel, I feel heat. Yeah. I see it in color. I smell. Yeah. That's so cool. It is also sensual for me. Yes. Yeah. But just when you're sleeping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It is interesting. I've been spending some time with elder yeah. flower. Um, this is a, a tree that is in bloom right now where we live. And it's right? very popular libation actually for summer solstice. Yes. Elder flower. Yes. So what's your experience with, let's talk about it. Well, um, so we have, we're fortunate enough to have three elder flower trees in our backyard, but it grows wild here in Pennsylvania and, and it dots the landscape and it really likes to be um in kind of like wasteland areas um so like it's up it's up the street from where we are in just like a wild space and then down the street from where we are in a wild space so a lot of people can find it easily in the wild but you know right now it's blooming and elderflower um from may until summer solstice is um, a symbol of this time of year because to me she symbolizes the empress at this time of year um, and, you know so she's big she's bold she's showy she is um, fertile you know and she's hosting a lot of um, insects and other 
other animals as well. Birds like to hang out, out hang out in them too. Um, and you know, their creamy white blossoms are just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. They kind of, you know, look like umbrellas from underneath. And, um, I'm just, I'm just so drawn. Do they have a scent? It's super mild. Mm -hmm. Um, about a week ago, you could really smell it, you know, on the breeze. And, um, we have something called an Alembic still. It's a copper still here at the house. And, um, I love that word. Say it one more time. Alembic still. Oh my. Um, and that is a way to um, make hydrosols out of uh, flowers and plants and then also essential oils. Um, and so there was an experiment today using um, elderflower, which um, Donna participated in or made, I should say. She uh, spearheaded that project and it didn't work out so well, which is totally okay because that's the way herbalism is sometimes. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's not great. And I think that's the way ritual is and spell work is too, oh, yeah. right? Um, sometimes it's awesome and sometimes it kind of falls flat and that's okay. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so um, I'm really digging elderflower right now. And um, our dog also likes to hang out a lot underneath Aww. underneath the, that, that particular tree. What's the medicine too. good for? Um, well, the elderflower medicine is excellent for seasonal allergies. No so shit. We're gonna dr- we're drying some flowers right now for that purpose for teas and things. Is that what I saw when I came in? Yep, it's on okay. the front porch right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and yeah, excellent for seasonal allergies. Excellent for also um, colds too. So a lot of people think that just the elderberries are good for colds, but the flowers are also excellent. Um, to increase um, the flow of mucus and things when people are having issues with that. So, so. elderflower, mm-hmm. Saint Germain, yes, and absolutely. then elderflower liqueur, absolutely, yeah. I love a Saint Germain cocktail. Oh, me too. Adrian and I had one at Beltane. Oh, so good. changed our world. Oh, it's so good. Oh we my have, god, a we little have Saint Germain here. We can have some a little, little later. Champagne, yes, little ma'am. champagne, and soda, uh, like soda water, like a club soda, and yep. a little splash of elderflower liqueur, yep. and just a nice little squirt of lemon in there. Oh, it's delightful, heaven. crisp, delicious, yep. perfect summer solstice cocktail. I totally agree. You don't have to. I mean, an elderflower does have alcohol in it. It does. Yeah, it does. That so you could just the, um, if you Saint wanna, Germain. You mean? Yeah, yeah. So if you just want to remove that, you could still kind of have this. You could maybe just a little sparkling water and a little bit of lemon and yeah have equally a delicious crisp summer solstice it's true and some refreshing people, beverage some some people make elderflower um wine too oh, yeah. um those folks out there that like to do their own home brewing and fermentation that's an excellent and tr- very traditional thing to have at um maybe mm. or maybon <laughs> Or autumn equinox. Or Mabin. <laughs> or Mabin. We're going to celebrate that Mabin tonight. <laughs> That's right. Um, but yeah, so so elders. So let me ask you a question. And then you right can make now. tea. Oh, yeah. Elderflower tea, mm-hmm. which is what you're working. You're drying those those beautiful flower petals. That's that. right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Now, do you use a mortar, mortar and pestle and like break that up and then create sort of a powder? Or you just kind of put it in a little strainer? And- no. Um, the flowers are super small, and so there's really no need to manipulate them much. Um, once they're dried, though, you do want to take them off the stem. 
so that, uh, you know, you don't really have any green material because mm-hmm. the stem does contain a little tiny bit of cyanide. In oh, it. Just, just a little a, bit of cyanide. Just a touch. Just a little tiny bit. Just a scotia <laughs> cyanide. So, um, so yeah, so you put on some Nanny McPhee and just, you know, pull off the flowers well, from the Well, you stems. don't put Nanny McPhee well, on. I will in the future. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, so you have a nice a nice tea that can support you during any kind of allergen allergy or cold and flu issues. That's great. So I yeah. also want to say that you spoke about elderflower as the empress. Yes. We also talked a little bit about peony. Yeah. Being the emperor, but then you said, I like to also think of her as the empress. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. I love that. And that resonated with me so much because I'm obsessed with peonies. I am too. I am too. Oh, I was just home at my mom and dad's and they're just a little bit further behind their blossoming than we are in Pittsburgh or yeah. just enough north that it takes them a little bit longer. But oh my God, all the peonies were just popping. Oh, gorgeous. So beautiful. Yeah. So, so it's known as the emperor, huh? Um, the emperor of flowers in China. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In Chi- in traditional Chinese medicine, that's what it's known as. Um, I believe that humans have been working with peony medicine for, I want to say like 4,000 years or something like that. So what, what is long time? What is peony medicine? Medicine. Um, I, you know what? I don't work with that plant medicinally, so I'm not really sure, but, um, but I, w- I did a, a flower essence with peony, and then I was just kind of bebopping around and reading about it. Um, so I don't really recall what the physical medicine is. Okay. Um, but peony flower essence is all about claiming your sovereignty. Okay. And, um, yeah, just like everything, that, all the different qualities that you would think of that, that a queen would have. Yeah. That's what peony shows up for. Which comes back to some of the work that we've, that you've been pulled to do Mm -hmm. this week and Mm -hmm. that I've been pulled to do. Absolutely. And you have that really wonderful, you have the sovereign, um, your tincture that you make. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, the, um, plant spirit remedy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's called sovereign and that's exactly what, you know, it's for us to build, build, build ourselves back up. And man, I've been guzzling that stuff this week. (laughs) Girl. It is a little here, a little there. My wheelhouse. <laughs> no problem. Um, yeah, yeah. But something else I was going to say about elder is that mm. I find it really interesting that right now for me, the the trees like essence is coming through as the empress, but then it switches on a dime to the crone or the hag. And then you do that, right? And then we, the, you harvest the berries. Absolutely. That is awesome. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, after the berry harvest happens, um, you know, since, since this plant is in our, in our, um, backyard, I get to spend a lot of time with it. The energy really shifts into the crone. And, um, historically a lot of the folklore around that tree is all around crone wisdom, Mm. all around the old, old, uh, lady of winter, um, and there's a great deal of uh, ritual around asking permission from that plant because there has been known to have a, a um, spirit of a witch living mm. inside of each one. So it's a, it, that plant's like a host for that kind of spirit. 
Wow. Which is kind of, it's a guardian of, of the landscape, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and also not to, you know, but you have to make the guardian. Yeah. Which I is do make the guardian. Which I absolutely love. Yeah, I took that you. all winter long and I didn't once get sick. I'm so glad. Yeah. It really is a fierce protector. It really is. Yeah. Great for the immune system. Yeah. She's an amazing plant ally for sure. For sure. So. Maybe we can, shall we? Do we dare? <gasps> go into questions for the next. I would love to. You feel, you I, feel ready to I do it? I do, yeah. I do too, because there's some, really, it's a good segue because, um, you know, you're talking, a lot of folks have been asking about plant stuff. So oh, I feel it's like, true. I feel like you're going to reign supreme oh, over boy. these questions. I even begin yeah you know and <clears throat> we did talk a little bit about like how how Halloween or Samhain can like kind of kickstart us to kind of get into that mystical place where we're beginning to wonder about like what is this mystery and what you know where, where the darkness can be very mystifying and magical but also connecting to plants speaking with your animals making sort of um what do I want to say friendships with with the outside world mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which yeah. you do a lot right yeah Talk to me about that girl yeah I do do that a lot um I think the most powerful thing that has happened to me um has been spending time alone uh outside in nature And I did that a lot when I was a kid. So I feel like that's why, you know, when you asked me earlier about like when I knew I was a witch, it's like, girl, it was like from the beginning Mm -hmm. because, you know, I just, I was like a feral child when I was a kid and just was out from sun up to sundown, you know, by myself. And I was fortunate enough to live in a time, you know, I was born in 1978. So I was born in a time where kids did that and they don't do that now. And that's okay. But, um, but yeah, I really encourage people, you know, if you're feeling lost, if you're feeling cut off from, from your intuition and from your true self, just take some time, um, however you can and make sure you feel safe doing it. I will be very clear about that. Get outside, be by yourself, even if that's just chilling in your backyard Yeah. without earbuds in, <laughs> you know, with no one chattering at you and mm-hmm. just be quiet for a while. And I really feel like, you know, if you get into the regular habit of doing that, your energetic body becomes cleansed, you become clearer, and then your intuition opens up. And that's when your power can start coming through. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. And then also incorporating tools that encourage your intuition, right? So if you are drawn to the tarot, like Leslie is, um, you know, get a deck that really calls to you and start, just start working Mm -hmm. it with it, explore it Mm -hmm. or runes or automatic writing, which Mm -hmm. is just, you know, writing based off of whatever words come out of the pen. 
Um, yeah. What, what else, Leslie? What do you yeah, think? Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, it's, it's something that we are all born with. We're all born with powers. Absolutely. So to speak. Yes, we are. Um, and we're also all born with a six pack of abs. Um, and if we want to develop them, we can. Yes. <laughs> and that's exactly it. Like how many intuitive crunches do you want to do a day, which would equal walking in the woods, talking to plants, seeing if they respond to you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, talking with your, you know, if you don't have a pet, maybe you have a little robin out your window or a fake parrot in the corner of your room <laughs> that you want to start talking to. Hey, what's up? But opening up those lines of communication. Yeah. You know, and then starting to flex that muscle, keeping a dream journal, seeing what's coming up there for you. And something's going to start to really pop out. For me, it just happened to be tarot. Yeah. For Allison, it was plants. That's right. Um, for other people, it's maybe not to bring up another movie, but they see dead people. You oh, yeah. About? Yeah. Right on. Right on. <laughs> yeah. You might be able to see dead people. You might be able to communicate with people in your home mm-hmm. that are in the unseen world. Mm-hmm. That's one of your superpowers. And I think just like anything else, like the more that you strengthen that part of yourself, the more other superpowers might come in for you that are lying, you know, below the surface a little bit. Yeah, we don't have just one. Mm-mm. We absolutely have way more than we could ever imagine. And I find, too, I don't know if you had this experience, Leslie, but I find the more I engage with what oh, yeah. I'm, quote, unquote, good at with witchy things, mm-hmm. um, the more they show up for me as far as spirit is concerned. Mm-hmm. They want to interact and I, you know, I, I tell my students this a lot, you know, the plants want us to acknowledge them. They want us to know them, not just like, oh, that's red clover, but also like, okay, what kind of energy does it give off? Where does it live? You know, preferences, those kinds of things. You know, they really want, they really, really rise to meet us. And I, and I really feel like, you know, our intuitive powers are the same. Yeah. Absolutely the same. Yeah. But just kind of. Setting out to, yeah, play with it. Just play. It's not scary. Mm-mm. And it's not like a race. And you're not going to get a grade in this process. It's just your, it's just exploring yourself. That's it. Yeah. No pressure. Another thing, too, that we were talking about before we started was like, everybody's asking these questions. And the fact of the matter is, is they're already doing it. Yes. They already know the answers. <laughs> it's true. So you probably already begun to develop your powers. Yeah. You know, spend the time at the full moon, at the summer solstice or any of the solstices to be like, wait a minute, what have I gotten really good at? Uh-huh. Yeah. What's showing up for me right now and take note of that. Yeah. And, and then, then al- work on it. Absolutely. <clears throat> and also, what are you drawn to? You know, a lot of people are like, am I doing this right? Well, yeah, of course you're doing it right. <laughs> because this is, this is your practice, you know, and like Leslie and I, really try to maintain this idea that you know we're not experts we're still learning we're not gurus you know Mm -mm. yes we've been practicing formally for a long time but you know we had to look up you know the what cross quarter days were just to remind us you know earlier so it's like you know again this is not school where there's you know a grading system this is a tender loving compassionate time that you get to explore who you are Mm -hmm. in your totality absolutely you know so there's no pressure and you don't need to fear it because like leslie said like you said leslie it's like we're all born with these things yeah 
Absolutely. And some of us just... A lot of us repress them. Absolutely. Because they scare the shit out of us, which I did. I did too. Uh, We all did it, you know, because we're not given the tools in our family structure to Mm -hmm. understand it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, if you are, if you are somebody that's like interested in the tarot, like connect with the high priestess, she's the one that is ready to, she sits in front of the veil. She's ready to be like, listen, I'm here to teach you these things. That's right. You can trust in me and my guidance. So, Mm -hmm. um, or maybe you have a grandmother or grandfather that you feel very close to that you can begin to you know, connect with in, in that unseen world that can help you kind of take, take your hand for your highest and best good, you know, always of check course. in with your ancestors on a positive level. Are you healed and ready to do work with me? But that's right. Yeah. So that's a thought. It's a great question. Um, so thank you, anonymous listener. <laughs> <laughs> well, cause I'm like, I don't know what herbs or flowers could one plant at home that you would recommend to help aid in witchcraft. I'm going to just read the whole thing. Yeah. Does layout matter? What types of treasures or decorations would you suggest incorporating? I love that one. Uh, that's three questions. She said, sorry, not sorry. Mm-hmm. And then she included a little heart. Oh, isn't that as sweet? As if to indicate that she loves us. Oh, that's really nice. <laughs> it's nice to feel loved. Um, so what you, herbs Laura. or flowers? What do you got? Dude, so there's so many, but um, my obvious answer, and she's going to know mm-hmm. right off the bat, mugwort would be my first one. But here's the thing, friends. Mugwort, if you plant this in your garden, will take over. It is super invasive here in Pennsylvania and then in the um it doesn't like grow so well in the south apparently um but yeah it's all over the place here and but mugwort is like one of the most well recognized witch's herbs um it promotes uh psychic intuition it promotes fertility it pr- like not not necessarily in like birthing children, but just like creative fertility. Um, it's definitely super protective, crazy protective of our space, of our energetic bodies. Um, so mugwort would be a fantastic plant to put in your witch's garden, but I would encourage you to maybe put it in a container so that's a good thought yeah and if you wanted to like put it in a in your physical garden put it in a container and then bury the container just so it doesn't spread all over the place and take over because yeah so yeah mugwort would be my my very first right off the bat um plant another really great one would be anything in the mint family because that is a great um plant ally to do any kind of uh, prosperity magic with it also takes over doesn't it it sure does <laughs> mint also <laughs> takes over that's right coincidentally mm-hmm. um isn't that interesting that these plants are so prolific mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they want to yeah. be with us mm-hmm. yeah i love that absolutely yeah so um peppermint apple mint those two would be my apple mint apple mint yeah super fuzzy really sweet sweet little plant um yeah so prosperity magic uh basil would be another really great one also in the mint family does not take over (laughs) um but that's also a great uh prosperity plant as well um a book that i would like to recommend to laura and the rest of our listeners would be witchcraft medicine 
Um, and forgive me, it has numerous authors, and they're all I'm gonna fact check this of German um, name, and so I don't remember off the top of my head who the authors are. But Witchcraft Medicine is a fantastic um, book for this kind of work, and it's one of my favorite books. I reference it a lot. Um, yeah, so that's that would be uh, some thoughts that I have for you, Laura. Is it? Does it look like this? It does look like that. Yeah. Indeed. All right. So yeah. this is Claudia Mueller Ebelin. Christian Rach, you like that Rach? I love oh. it. And Wolf Dieter Storl, uh, Wolf Dieter. Fantastic. So it's witchcraft, witchcraft medicine, colon, healing arts, shamanic practices, and forbidden plants. Yes, it's a fantastic book. It has book. A, a John uh, Waterhouse uh, painting. On yes, the front. one of my favorite. One of my favorite artists. Same, same. So yeah, three different German mm-hmm. authors. On Okay, mm-hmm. witchcraft medicine. That's a good one. Yeah. Thanks, Allison. Yeah, of course. Um, but there's, I mean, there's so many. Dandelion, you know, is a common weed, but dandelion's a fantastic witch herb. Plantain, another common weed, but also a great witchcraft herb. Um, I mean, I just, I, the list could go on and on. Chamomile is really excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, thyme is really excellent. If you can get your hands on things like um, belladonna, foxglove, whorehound, um, yeah, I mean, we could we could really and be extensive is, here. Hang in there, dear listener, because there's another question about exactly how to acquire these plants. And oh yeah, we'll touch on that. That's coming up momentarily. <laughs> it's true. But Allison, more questions. Yes, yes, yes. I forget. What what were the what, other ones? Uh, what does layout matter? Layout doesn't really matter, but I mean, I've seen. I've seen witches' gardens that are are like organized in the pentacle, you know. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, with with like um, paver stones and things like that, and so in in between the paver stone lines that make the star, you have your different herbs or plants growing. That's cool. I've seen that on Pinterest. Mm-hmm. I have too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so it doesn't matter, especially even if you're doing container pots. Yeah. It really doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, what treasures or decorations might you suggest incorporating? I'm a big fan of, um, down and dirty honking crystals. Oh, (laughs) big crystals out there. (laughs) I don't have any, but I've really, you know, in the gardens that I have come across like big pieces of quartz, big pieces of black tourmaline, um, rose quartz, those kinds of things. It just really amplifies things. Uh, My nephew Derek did a paper, I think on, no, Livy did. I think Livy, no, Livy did like a scientific experimentation on growing plants with crystals and mm. growing plants without them. Yeah, mm. they definitely respond mm-hmm. better. Sorry, I had a sip of LaCroix in my mouth. Oh, um, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. And, Maybe and a, a little a, a little fairy gnome house. Honestly, I mean, that's a fantastic suggestion. It's you really know? about you, Laura. Like, what are you yeah. drawn to? Yeah. You know, if you love toads get yourself a little like get a like plastic toad, toad resin figurine put thing a little and put gnome it out in there. there yeah it's really about what makes you feel connected to Bring you know you to the plants and what brings you joy exactly mm-hmm. that's exactly because they'll it. feed off that joy too Absolutely, they love that joy. they do talk to them yes that's the other that's a very good point um spend a lot of time with them because they're your allies and they're your teachers you know mm-hmm. i get a lot of really excellent advice 
from, you know, plant friends. So yeah. the more time with them, the better yeah. for them and you. Great there question. You Thank you, Laura. Thanks, Laura. Um, our next question comes from uh, Jen in Pittsburgh. Do you have any favorite sources to order herbs to plant in your garden? Oh, well, isn't that a great follow-up question? It sure is. Maybe we did this on purpose. Huh? <laughs> Mugwort, sweetgrass, sage, etc. Doesn't have to be seeds. Could be ready to be planted plants. Okay, so I'm going to take this question uh, again. I tell you, I, I'm just lucky I planted plants this year. <sighs> what did you plant? I don't know. <laughs> I, I saw some beautiful containers on your front I just, porch. I was like, can this take full sun? Cool. It's pretty. That's okay. It still brings you joy. It does. Yeah. Um, so here are my thoughts, um, dear friend. Make friends with a local nursery, whoever owns it, and ask them, would they be willing to start some seeds for you? And then procure some seeds from Horizon Seeds. It's owned um, by some fantastic people who are master herbalists. They've been working in um, the plant medicine world for 30 plus years. And they have really high quality um, uh, a seed catalog with tons of variety. I mean, you can find pretty much anything you could ever want from Horizon Herbs. Um, and then ask your local nursery if they would start some for you if you don't have access to like grow lights and things like that. Yeah. Well, uh, could you ever do like a plant swap with friends? Like, you absolutely you can, like, could. Because you could harvest some mugwort, and t- right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You could totally do that. But, you know, um, some things don't do well in the direct sow method, which is just throw, this is what I do, mm-hmm. <laughs> just throw some seeds down and hope that they grow. Some things don't, something things need a little bit of help. And so, you know, I personally am not set up um, with tons of equipment and um, seed starting know-how. And that's why I'm saying, you know, create community get to know your local farmers and find out if anybody would like to work with you on mm-hmm. that. And then maybe um, you can make friends in the process too. Because awesome. they're super cool people. That's so cool. Yeah. So here locally in Pittsburgh, I would say reaching out to a place called Garden Dreams would be um, an excellent t- thing to do um, in the uh, early growing season, which is in March for us. That's when they start planning. Um I don't know of any uh, online places that you can get live plants mailed to your house that are medicinal. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm only aware of, of the seeds. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Horizon Herbs, fantastic. That's awesome. Fantastic people. Good information. Yeah, thanks for your question. Yeah, thank you. Awesome for answering. Well, the next one we have is a little bit lengthy, um, but really important and actually quite a beautiful story. And I think uh, it's story time, everybody. I love it. And I think everybody's going to really enjoy it. And I have to say, I'm actually very excited. This is Joanna from Portugal. Yes, from Portugal. Thank you, Joanna, for reaching out to this. Um, So here we go. Joanna from Portugal. I got a question. It's a bit long. It's about familiar and helpful spirits. I have recently found a dead bird near a park I visit daily. He was on the side of the road. And I felt it was a little undignified for him to be wounded on the side of the road. 
So I grabbed him and I gently laid him under a bush. I surrounded him with flowers and said some words about how his life was precious. I wanted him to know that I cared and wished for him and for his safe travel to the underworld. Every day I would lay a flower on his little corpse when I went on my walk. Until one day, as I was gifting him yet another flower, there it was, his perfect little skull staring back at me. And I heard, take me. (laughs) I was a bit creeped out and walked away. And suddenly there were a lot of birds flying around me making a ruckus. I was definitely freaked out and I didn't come back to the park for a couple days. But when I did again, there he was staring at me saying, take me. So this time I did. I'm cleansing the skull and offering him flowers as much as I can. But my question is, and I love this story. This is so beautiful. And I think that we've all been in a situation where we've rescued a bird or a squirrel or a bee or a dragonfly of some kind. And we just really felt just this incredible need to protect and heal. Yeah. Yep. And honor. Yeah. And honor. Yeah. So Joanna's question is, do you have any suggestions on how better to connect with this little one? And Allison and I both, what did you say to me earlier? She's, she already did it. Yeah. 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 And he's saying you offered to me. Now I'm offering to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then her other question, I totally agree. And her other question is, um, then the bigger picture is how to better connect with nature spirits, familiars, and what are some other appropriate offerings? Thoughts? Go for it. Mm-hmm. I feel like a broken record. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally okay though, right? Yeah. Um, spending time mm-hmm. with them, being quiet with no distractions, but then also opening yourself. So sometimes what I like to do is before I walk into a wild space, if I'm by myself and no one's like around jogging or whatever, I will physically say out loud because words have power. Word, um, words are magic because right. We're, mm-hmm. we're making something out of nothing, right? We're taking an air and creating this beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so saying out loud, something to the effect of, okay, everybody, I'm here. And, you know, whoever wants to come out and say hi, as long as you're kind, I'm, I'm all for it or, or whatever, you know? Yeah. And so basically what you're doing is walking into that wild space, acknowledging that they are present, whoever mm-hmm. they are, guardians of the land, um, nature spirits, animals who want to interact with you because they have a lot to teach us. Mm-hmm. Uh, plant allies who want to interact with you because they have a lot to teach us because the land is sentient and the land carries so much with it. And so, you know, as long as you have an open heart and you state your intentions and you don't have to do it out loud, but that it makes much more impact. They notice you more. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to be like sound of music screaming from the hilltops, you know, (laughs) Again, a movie reference, but you know, it's like, you just, you just do it. You know, yeah. you just say, you say hi. Um, you know, you have a much more, um, beneficial interaction that way yeah. with, uh, with the beings that live in your neighborhood. Yeah. You know, 
Forest play. Um, offerings. Yeah. I love to I love to bring crystals. Yep. But again, Joanna, like you're already doing it. Absolutely. It's like you already intuitively know I'm going to I'm going to move this creature to a safe place. You've already opened up just by that. And isn't it true birds remember? Absolutely. And so other birds witness this and remember Absolutely, what you've do. done for another bird. Totally. And that bird in that moment he's saying to all or she's saying to everybody out there, this person cares. Mhm. Mhm. It Absolutely. resonates. It ripples out. But I do. I like to do crystals. When you go on a forest walk, what do you? Oh yeah, I do the same thing. Or, or wh- whatever your offerings are. Yeah, um, crystals, um, uh, burnt offerings that I've you know that I've worked with in spell work. I bring that with me. Um, gifts that people give me that you know I'm I'm finished with as far as far as if it's like of natural yeah you know substances, um, and and flowers. I mean flowers are the universal. Um, offering honey is another oh, yeah, one. Like honey. Alcohol is another one. Specifically, rum, um, red wine. Know, sure, yeah. Rose, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you know, it's um, I think what what matters the most is the intention behind it. Just by speaking the words "thank you" and yeah. really fucking meaning it is everything a tear yeah yeah i've definitely offered tears me too yeah absolutely without a doubt so joanna you're already doing it my friend and you know i think a a big part of this is just trusting yourself you know and understanding that your interaction was real that sweet little bird friend absolutely wanted to come home with you and now you get to cultivate this relationship and it will be a teacher yeah and, and you may even notice that birds are your new, you know, familiar. Absolutely. So, yeah, how, yeah connecting with familiars, connect with a familiar. Mm-hmm. Just connect with it. Respond Just to like it. Just like a friend. Yeah. If you've got a cat at home, te- telepathically talk to it. Blink your eyes at it. Mm-hmm. Um, Is that what you do? Oh, my God. It's ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, yes, that's for another time because I could go on and on and on, but. Well, you know, yeah, with sweet bean too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, Joanna, thank you. I hope that that helps give you some um, some oh, clarity and yeah, some insight. Yeah, yeah. You're doing the right thing. Yeah. Absolutely, you're keep it up. Acknowledged in your and work. Keep going on your daily walks. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you've got some fun questions. I do. I do. Our indeed. last question of the day. Yeah, our last question is um, from an anonymous listener who is a seventh grader in Idaho, uh-huh. and there's a lot of questions. This is a rapid fire. It's a rapid fire, and so I th- and what Leslie and I are going to do is uh, we're each going to take a question, and then okay. the other person will answer them. Okay. So the first question is, do you make potions? Yes. What exactly do you do? Um, lots of weird things, all the time. <laughs> no, but really, um, what exactly do I do as a witch? Yeah. Um, I follow the cycles of the seasons. Yeah. Uh, and I try to be as true to myself as possible. I like that. Yep. Do you sacrifice things to the devil? I don't. Me I neither. do not. Me I don't neither. do that. Do you have a magic ball? Yes. <laughs> what is your magic ball? Um, it's a piece of blown, gra- blown, gra- <laughs> take two. It's a piece of blown glass upstairs Ooh. that has bubbles in it. Can it's I see pretty. your magic ball? Yes, you can. It's upstairs. 
do you have problems? Several. <laughs> For so, another day. So many problems. I think we kind of talked about it at the beginning of the show. We all do. <laughs> then they say, whatever you do, it's probably very cool. It is really it cool. It is really cool. <laughs> and you can do it too. Allison, are you the devil? No, I okay. am not. <laughs> Does the grass turn black where you walk? It doesn't. I wish that would be really cool. Yeah. Just as long as the grass then returned back to its beautiful green lush self. Yes. Yes. But wouldn't that be cool? Oh my God. I think I'd prefer it's like kind of like a mood ring. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> Woo. Sparkly. Sparkly footprints is what I'd prefer. Has everyone... <laughs> Has anyone ever tried to burn you at the stake? Uh, maybe in a past life, but I don't really remember. Do you know what I heard about that? What? That if you don't like the smell of rye toast burning, that you were burnt at the stake. What? Isn't that weird? I know. That's one of those things. But I love where rye did toast. You, where did you hear that? There was a psychic at a psychic fair that told me huh. that. And I was like, mm. uh. <laughs> but I love rye toast and I know I've been burned at the stake. Uh-huh. So I uh-huh. don't know. Do you like chicken? I do. <laughs> if you do like chicken, please don't go and kill all of them, Leslie. <laughs> These kids are brilliant. I know. Just wait. We're, we've got we've got a handful of letters from these Lots. kids. And we're going to read one every episode until yes. we're all out. Until we get more. Until we get more of them. Absolutely. Oh, so much fun. Yes. Do you want to wanna take us on down to the bold print here? That sounds great. Okay, we're going to wrap this it. up, friends. So <laughs> thank you so much for listening. Um, the Ask a Hag podcast is produced by Donna Kyler. Our intro music is There's a Spell by Heidi Elva. You can find her catalog on Spotify. She's, she's amazing. Oh, she's awesome. She's also on YouTube, too. Yep. Uh, this episode also includes music by Evan Wood, who you can find on Bandcamp. What's up, Evan? You can listen to us on Spotify or on the Anchor FM app. And, of course, you can leave us a voice message on the Anchor FM app, and we will play it on the yeah, show. We talked about that at the beginning. We sure did. You can find this podcast on Instagram at ask.a.hag or at askahagpodcast.com. Thank you so much, everybody. This is so fun. Thank you.